lines the costume. The question remains, just who on earth are you? On earth, I'm Lee. Linda Lee. You just leave this poor kid alone and worry about the other one that flies. Because nobody gets in my way. Awesome! Hi and welcome to the latest episode of BAMcast. I'm your host Justin and with me as always is Ben. Hey Ben. Hello, how's it going? Not too bad. So uh, the film for this, this month is Supergirl, but before we get into that, you've been uh, on a bit of an adventure. Yes, I've been jet-setting quite a bit. I caught eight flights in the last five weeks. Oof. So first, <laughs> I went up to Brisbane for uh, four or five days, went up there and did Tough Mudder with my brother, my mate, and my mate's brother, and stayed up there for a bit. So that was addictive. Like, the day after we did that, I'd look at my mates and my brother like, I reckon we should come up and do this like every year or go do one of the other ones next year. And they look at me like, <laughs> seriously? Like, for people that don't know, it's like an 18 to 20 kilometer obstacle course through mud and under barbed wire and over obstacles and running up half pipe ramps and all that sort of stuff. And um, I loved it. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. So then I messaged Raymond, who lives in Melbourne. And I said, Right, I'm going up to Melbourne. I've already, I've already paid and booked the flights. I'm doing the Oct- October one in Melbourne, and then uh, yeah, I was back home for a week, and then I went to Japan for two weeks with my mum and my daughter. Went to three nights of wrestling over there, and uh, made heaps of wrestling friends, and just just had an awesome time there. Did the Disneyland, the Disney scenes, lots of other stuff. Then I was back for another week, and then I went to Melbourne for two nights of wrestling, and got back from there. Went and drove almost straight away down to Hobart. Uh, Dark Mofo was on down there. So this is like a, a winter festival thingy that spread over a couple of weeks. And I saw Krista Bell sing. It was on the last night of Dark Mofo. And she uh, acted in the, the the return of Twin Peaks. And I didn't realize that she was a singer as well. So, But huh. she sang a bunch. They had the, band, the live band was playing a bunch of Twin Peaks music. And she was singing some of the songs. And... It was fucking awesome. <laughs> cool. And, and then afterwards, she was doing like limited meet and greet. There's like only like 10 photos, but she had like a Polaroid thing that she was signing. So you get the photo and she only had 10 photos on there. And I was second in line, so I got that. And I got one of her vinyl records uh, signed for Raymond as well with two Raymond on it and stuff. So Awesome. I was uh, very, very happy with that. So I've, this is my last week of holidays. I've, I've had seven weeks off so far. Oh. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to work to get away from my kids a bit. <laughs> uh, and getting back to get get some more money because my holiday pay isn't isn't great. But uh, yeah. it's been been a big uh, seven weeks so far. I certainly haven't How's wasted it? the time. Mm. So how have you I, been? Uh, absolutely boring. Yeah? Yeah. Work, home life, work, home life. Um, I've started to get back into Dungeons and Dragons a bit. Yeah. Um, sort of ran through um, a very short solo campaign with a, a solo adventure with one of my friends just to get back into the swing of things. And are you realize... playing that in person with people, or is this online? Uh, so far, it's just been the single session with one mate, just to get a feel for things, and then I've been sort of diving into the rule books and. Um, getting up to speed on the latest version because how, how does the single thing work i assume that you've got a dungeon master or something yeah so i was the dungeon master and he played a single character okay so um, that doesn't seem like it'd be very fun though would it well it was I've, just... I've never played i've never played dungeons <laughs> and dragons just from what i hear about it, you have like the master and then you've got other people working as a team yeah so um that's the standard way and usually i'd play with a group of about four to six players um with a, a single character it's a lot trickier because you don't have party balance so you might have some, if his character is a fighter you've got no one to cast spells 
if he's a mage uh, or a wizard or something like that, then uh, you've got no one that's got the really good physical combat abilities and mm. um, things like that. But it was just more to to have a bit of fun and get sort of into the feel of things. And yeah, um, we were doing it while he had his two three-year-old twins running around the house. So we weren't really ideal conditions. A, a full on, yeah, we weren't, we weren't having a full-on serious session. Um, yeah. But it was enough of a taste for me to sort of go, yeah, I'm going to start getting back into this. So um, I've got a couple of people locally that I might be able to play with and um, sort of see how that all goes. Um, but yeah, that's really about it. Um, other than that, it's just been you know, work and home and, and that's that's everything. Yeah, well, those things yeah. can't be avoided. No. Alright, so is um, it time to talk about our movie? It is Supergirl from 1984. And uh, looking at the release date, of uh, Jul- July 19th or something in the UK, but their America release date was the 21st of November 1984, the day before I was born. So, dun, dun, dun. Yes. Um, so this was in the cinemas when you were in maternity. Yeah. Uh, had you seen this film before this recording? No, no, oh, what? I've never how, seen... how did you avoid this? I don't know. It, it obviously never got shown on the um, the Wanger out of TV channels, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't hard. I think I think in 1984 they were still showing reruns of Tarzan. Yeah, I've, in, I watched uh, this heaps of times as a kid. I vividly remember watching it on video uh, at my grandmother's house. I think it was. So I watched it a whole bunch of times, and I never liked it. But I think I always like, is it really that bad? <laughs> and going back into it now, because it's probably been twenty years since I watched it, the only things I could like, any scenes I could remember from it, was that there was a butterfly slash dragonfly at the beginning, mm-hmm. and that there was a merry-go-round or you know the spinning cup ride at yep. the amusement park. Those are the only two things I could remember, and even then I was a bit fuzzy on them. And, uh, yes, so watched that for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Well, absolutely first time for me. Uh, so what can we say about it? It got a 4.4 out of 10 on um, IMDb, so not a particularly high-rating film. Uh, it didn't it, make much money. What, $14.5 million off a $35 million budget? And they didn't make a sequel? Hmm. shocking <laughs> I know um, it, it does hold the honour of being the first female led superhero movie and what there wasn't another one for how many years it seems like it was only like Wonder Woman as, oh, or uh, Electra I suppose yeah yeah Electra would count yeah but uh, um, few and far between that's for sure they are they are um, and the, the first two that we've mentioned weren't really that great because um, Electra gets gets panned pretty heavily as well. Yeah, uh, directed by how do you pronounce this? Jeanotte Swack or something like that. Jeanotte Bother? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's done a shitload of TV and a bunch of shows that are still about or even recently, like a heap of Grey's Anatomy, Bones, Castle, Scandal, okay. Supernatural, Private Practice, Fringe, Smallville, fourteen episodes of that. Uh, Heroes, so a bit more some superhero stuff there. Without a Trace, Jag, The Practice, like he's done a shit lot yeah. of TV. Uh, not so many movies. Uh, a lot of TV movies actually there are, a whole bunch of them in his earlier days there. But uh, Jaws 2 is probably his other big one and Santa Claus the movie. Okay. Just thinking how far back. Oh no, he's been active been since involved. the 70s. Yeah. yeah, so he's been around for a while. Um. Well, yeah, I'm just having a look through what you're saying, and yeah, there's certainly a few. Um, and there's some good shows in there that he's been involved in. Yeah, some some quality productions, and I'm not sure yeah. about the specific episodes, how good they are. But you know, I used to watch Supernatural. I can't speak for a lot of the other shows in there. Um, I'm still shocked that Grey's Anatomy is still on the air. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> like, who's watching that show? Uh, oh, I just I see, like. The current Supergirl TV show, I see that they've they brought her back for that. She's been in eight episodes of that. 
Oh, I'm behind on that, so I yeah. haven't actually seen her. Oops, uh, spoilers. Sorry. No, that's all right. Yeah. Um, they've got Linda. Car- they had Linda Carter in there as well, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, this also had the um, the distinction, just like the first Superman movie, of having the the bad guy actually showing up higher up in the credits than the the main hero. Yes, uh, yeah, Gene Hackman. Uh, mm. Did that happen with Batman as well? I'm sure Jack Nicholson got the heading over uh, Michael Keaton. Could have. Yes, but let's face it: it's the villains that make a good good superhero movie. Yeah. Um, uh, should we go on to the plot details or yeah absolutely um i've I've got to start with the opening credits yes which Um, it's just it's just going (laughs) on and on you just get like the splash screen of like text like you know directed by it's like and the music like i brought up the time like how long it's like two two minutes minutes. 40 yeah yeah (laughs) it's just of this lame music and these graphics that keep coming up and then i read in the trivia it cost almost a million dollars just for that intro credit sequence oh so 35 million dollars this movie <laughs> and they spent a million almost a million just on text oh. it, it, I, like i had to start fast forwarding it it was uh <laughs> I, when well, i saw um, that this movie goes for two hours and five minutes and like this is dragging on already i think fuck me this is gonna be a tough watch but yeah and i'll, I'll say it now we'll, we'll jump right to the very very end <laughs> <Yay>! um the <laughs> the end credits it's like a Star Wars reverse reverse Star Wars scrolling end credits. Yeah. Um. So it ends as badly as it starts. Yeah. It's oh. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just going to move on from that. Okay, I've I've just got like some small points here. Mm. I figured you'd have the the whole uh, plot, but uh, so I'll, I can just jump in with my bits and pieces. But uh. All right. So but, um, it opens in Argos City. Which uh, they never really explain, but um, is a Kryptonian city that survived the the explosion of Krypton. I never got that as a kid. Like as a kid, like uh, how were all these people about if Superman's planet got destroyed or something? Never understood it. Yep. Um, so yeah, Ar- Argos City. Um, vaguely remember from the comics that it was supposed to be a city that had been miniaturized by Brainiac. And kept in a bottle somewhere. Uh, in this, it's actually in like a alternate reality or alternate dimension type thing. Um, and they start chucking the sci-fi babble out fast and furious. It's you know we've got Amiga Hedron, six-dimensional space, binary fields, um, and all this other jibber jabber just being chucked around um as sci-fi babble right through and, and the, then like the character names as well like you got Karazor l and uh well there's like nathan or like you know just yeah. the, like ethan or something like that and all yeah, the other yeah. like zoltar selena allura in there zorel was just just come like you're getting a lot of stuff thrown at you right at the, at the start oh there. yeah um it it was pretty pretty cringeworthy um so they chuck all this stuff at you and you have this thing called the omega hedron which is uh basically a, a ball uh, about the size a, of a, a MacGuffin. ball yeah it's it's the MacGuffin. um and then you found out that zoltar has um borrowed in inverted commas the omega hedron to tomorrow let's just to muck around with and, and this is the power source for the entire city. If anything happens to it, they're doomed. So, of course, something happens to it. Um, he, he sneaks it over to Kara um, to, to use while um, he talks to Kara's mother. And she creates the, the dragonfly that you remember. Hmm. Um, so, you know, it has these sort of matter-creating scientific powers that um, it's just pure energy and it can do pretty much whatever you want it to do. Um, unfortunately, the dragonfly that, that Kara creates breaks through the paper-thin walls of the city, which are its only protection. <laughs> and the, she's like going to get... Su- the atmosphere is going to like suck them out. And, um, and then the Omega Hedron rolls straight out the gap as well. 
So it's gone. Um, at which point Kara decides to jump into a spaceship and um, chase after the Omega Hedron. Zoltar had uh, banished himself before then, didn't he? As, mm. He punished himself and went to the Phantom yeah, Zone? Yeah, he, he said he was going to send himself to the Phantom Zone, but I think that happened... Yeah, that, that's happening as Kara goes into the yeah. um, the little spaceship, which is, again, just like a big ball thing that... Yeah, and the whole flying through sick. space scene was very much like Willy Wonka in the, uh, in the, 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 the boat. The boat. Oh, I was oh, thinking like the boat, you know, is like very uh, trippy. Well, yeah. Not less scary, but more trippy, I suppose. Um, so, so she gets we... to Earth and she pops out of her ship into a lake and she already has the Superman outfit on? Yeah. It just. Do, how do they know what Superman's been doing on Earth? Do they get like the Daily Planet? Does it deliver uh, to Argo well, City? It, like... It's six dimensional television. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, they what, certainly make. Why did she? To... Why did she have the outfit though? They, yeah, there was no like origin no for her. Yes, <laughs> like, um, they're just fucking doing this right away, aren't they? Yeah, and so, I didn't catch it, but in the my, trivia, my... sorry, sorry, I keep cutting you off. But yeah, there's yeah. like a cardboard cutout with the outfit on it or something. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> when she when it supposedly burst out of the lake, and her yeah. hair's all dry. So um, yeah, my my comments are the the notes I took down as this happened. Is, Kara appears as Supergirl by flying out of a lake. What the fuck? And starts prancing around, jumping across the, the rocks yeah. and in the flowers, and then now, just has flies around the planet, going through, over the fields of Africa, through the, like, the savannah yeah. and all that, just with the, like terrible green screen effects. But uh, Now, she's got... Instantly, she can fly. Instantly, yep. she has super strength. She has such control over her heat vision that she can cause a flower to bloom. Um, and she's got her flight. Now, this is the comic nerd in me coming out. And Kryptonians absorb the yellow sun, the, the solar radiation from the sun to get their powers. It's something that their Kryptonian cells absorb. They don't pop out of a lake yeah. with it. <sighs> the, the film just has no patience at all for a None. long film like yeah isn't that the, the most fun part of like an origin movie like spider-man getting to use his powers for the first time not just like oh i just know what to do and i'm just like zipping all over the place immediately absolutely um now this lake also happens to be the lake where um faye dunaway's character selena is having a picnic with um, Bianca Nigel. Oh, Nigel, yeah, yeah. Um, played by Peter Cook, um, and the Omega Hedron happens to just literally fall in her lap, and she just happens to be lap. a witch that's hanging out there. Yeah, because you know you do. Did she have any magical powers before she got this power? I believe so. the The way it sort of seems to be is that she was. This you know low grade magic user that could um, cast some really basic spells if she used a spell book and went through all the rituals and stuff like that. Um, and there's a scene later on where she makes a love potion, and it's like this step by step drawn out process that's so pedantic um, and and very limited. But yeah, she's learning from Nigel. Uh, the guy but she gets this thing she suddenly realises this is going to make me a super person dumps him, jumps in the car and um, drives off and um, one thing that they do cover is um, when the car radio pops on it mentions that Superman is on a mission in outer space. Oh, does it? Okay. So, so, that's so they at actually least give one a reason why th- Superman's yeah, not Some there. forward thinking there for once. Yes. Um, I've just got to my ex-wife wants to talk to the kids, so I've just got to take my phone to them. Sure. So just yeah, keep it going. Sorry. <laughs> this singing is bad, but it's still better than the movie. <laughs> This movie was so bad. I don't know what he wanted me to say. 
I don't know if you wanted me to say anything. But uh, I'm just going to bop along and wait for him to come back. This may make the outtakes. This may stay in. This may never hear the light of day, which probably wouldn't be a bad thing. So, eh. This is such a terrible song, but it's still better than the movie. Alright. Gun's back. <coughs> yeah, so you did the radio bit. Yeah, I just sort of dotted along. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, didn't really cover anything further. So, um, yeah, so Supergirl's arrived. She's um, got her superpowers. We've met Selena, who, for some reason that was never fully explained, lives in an abandoned amusement park inside the ghost train. Like, not in any of the other buildings in the amusement park, in the ghost train building. I thought it was funny, at at the end, doesn't she, like, try to, like, I'll get you arrested for, you know, for coming in here or whatever. It's like, you live here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, About this point, doesn't she, Supergirl enrolls at the um, all-girls school? Uh, Not quite yet. Um, She suddenly has a um, bracelet on her that, she didn't have before she started on a trip that starts flashing some sort of alarm um which we later find out is sort of like a homing beacon for the yeah. um omega hedron uh but she doesn't land anywhere near the omega hedron instead she lands in the back of a parking lot where she gets approached by a couple of rapey truckers really rapey creep creepy trucker dudes um one of which they go, is, what are you doing? It's like it's just the way we are. Yeah, but did you did you recognise that one of them was um, Matt Frewer? Who? Matt Frewer. Um Max Headroom. No, I haven't seen that. Okay. Um, he yeah. Uh, have a have a look on his credits. He's been in a lot of um, a lot of old eighty stuff. He's also in a movie I'd love to cover at some stage. Which is um, Generation X. Yeah, he is. Um, he plays the bad guy in that. It's a um, made-for-TV movie about a bunch of Marvel mutants that is really, really bad. Um, but he was in um, yeah a whole bunch of stuff back in the eighties. What did you um, say his name was? Now I'm going to Matt the Frewer. Matt. Fro- Oh yeah, so um, oh, oh. The, the, what have I? You, you'll have seen him in something. I saw him in something very recently. What the f- recently? Um, oh, it might have been an older movie, but something I only watched recently. Yeah. I remember looking him up. So I'm thinking, where, what's, where I know this guy from? Yeah, um, I, I remember him from completely Max derailing was, everything now. Yeah, that's all right. Um, um, that, that's probably the big thing I remember him from. Um, what else has he been in? He's been in. Well, he's uh, got a couple of episodes of Supernatural. Yeah. Um, uh, he's been in a few. Bits he's in Watchmen, but I haven't seen that for ages. Yep. Um, he played the guy that um, was dying of cancer. Uh, he was one of the baddies that had sort of retired. Um, he was in the Hercules TV series a little bit. Um, it's just like his uh, picture. It's like, this guy looks so familiar. And I know that I've looked at his IMDb photo recently because it's a very um, distinct uh, photo that he has there. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm going through it and I was like, I don't know what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, look, you will have seen him in, in something for sure. Yeah. He yeah, He's just been around for quite a while. But, um, yeah, anyway, getting back on track. These guys are idiots. So... And it's okay, just an excuse Pir- for her to show off all her powers. Like, yeah. she she does so, the breath and she does the heat vision and she and the strength and all that. So, let, let's go through this. Girl in tight-fitting clothing is alone in the middle of nowhere. Two creepy, rapey guys decide that that's an opportunity. She says she's Superman's cousin. Okay, that should be the alarm bells, considering she's wearing a freaking Superman-style costume. She then chucks one of them 
through a wall, uses her um, cold vision, uses her heat vision, sorry, cold breath, heat vision, and they still try and attack her. If there was they did say they, a, it's just the way they are, mate. <sighs> they can't take a hint. If there was ever a definite, if there was ever a dictionary definition of fuckwits, their picture would be under it. Yes. Um, and I see what he was in uh, Castlevania, the animated series that they did those first four episodes last year. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's, that's one of his most recent seen. credits. That's where I looked. Well, I must have looked up the um, the voice actors, and that's mm. that's what he was from. Um, so some homework for you after uh, we finish recording go on YouTube and have a look for um, Max Headroom I think he also did a whole heap of um, Pepsi commercials yeah yeah. Was it said that he, was, he did the voice of Max Headroom in um, Pixels as well so I don't even know what this Max Headroom is is it yeah. a video game as well no but it's very um, He it was a computer program yeah I thought it was just I thought it was a film but um yeah. I might be thinking like the Lawnmower Man or something. I thought it was something like that. Um, around uh, No, Lawnmower Man was later. Anyway, we're derailing ourselves again. Yeah. So, so, does she go to the school? Because I, like, I've written down as a note, why the fuck has she gone to private school? Yeah. Doesn't um, she have more important things to do? She does, but that doesn't seem to be a factor. Um, there, there's another little scene just sort of setting Selena up as um, Selena. It's not really that memorable. She's having like a little party at her. Uh, Every time it cuts party? back to Selena, I'd check out because <laughs> I did not give a shit what she was yep. doing. And her bloody offsider there, it was. I thought she was more interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, then we get to the bit that you remember. Um, so Supergirl wakes up in the park with a bunny rabbit next to her face. Um, she's right near a um, girl's school that's having some sport uh, I think they're playing some baseball or something like that and yet another little known superpower and by little known I mean utter bullshit um, sorry comic nerd coming out of me again this, is this the binoculars vision that she did? no no this is the um, as she walks towards the school ground and as she, every time she walks past a tree more of her costume changes from supergirl's oh. costume to the um, the schoolgirl costume or the schoolgirl uniform so she sort of like starts walking along she's in her full supergirl gear she walks behind or walks past a tree and as she goes behind the tree and comes out again about I think the top half of her costumes changed to a school uniform but she's still got the skirt and boots and then she passes another tree, and then she's fully in the school uniform with a backpack and everything like that. No explanations. Not a, not a Kryptonian superpower. It feels like something that wouldn't be out of place in like the original Superman movies, though. I no, yeah. I suppose he would walk past and just take his glasses off, though. Yeah, and, I mean, he's got his costume under the suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's always there. It's th- and what, and she's got different colour hair when she's Supergirl? yeah. Yeah, she's a um, blonde as Supergirl, brunette as a schoolgirl. Um, that I believe is pretty consistent with the cost with the um, comic books. That her alter ego, instead of wearing glasses like Clark Kent, she wears a brunette wig. Okay. Um, but there's no explanation as to how she goes from. It, it's <clears throat> comic very nerd, frustrating. Comic so. Nerd, <clears throat> Are you a big Supergirl fan from the comics, or just a is it just DC fan? Or as a kid, I would read any comic book I could get my hands on. I'd go down to the trash and treasure markets and garage sales and everything like that. And if there was a pile of comics, I'd I'd grab them. I wouldn't care what it was. I read everything from Marvel, DC, Image. I'd even read you know Richie Rich and Archie and anything else that I could get my hands on. I, did, I was not fussy in the slightest. Um, so I've read Supergirl, um, which in the comics, she has a super horse. Just, <laughs> just chucking that out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Superman had Crypto the Super Dog. She Never had a super horse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I tend to 
get very very nerdy over um movies and comic books and inconsistencies um sometimes i can handle it sometimes it just really rubs me the wrong way i and think you're hosting the wrong podcast if you carry out inconsistencies <laughs> <laughs> only when it comes to superheroes yeah um anyway she um magically changes herself from supergirl to schoolgirl and rocks up as um at the principal's office and um enrolls as a student forging her uh, own papers of recommendation while he's uh, distracted using her super speed um i've got no problems with that yeah it goes by the name linda lee goes by the name linda lee and then Um, and then just so happens to be lois lane's um was a cousin or something lucy lane she's no younger sister younger sister uh and the principal is principal danvers and um danvers is the um other name that supergirl goes by yeah so um she's um carol danvers in the more recent supergirl tv show uh and oh look who's at the school nigel the um selena's magic you know yes selena's and what he's a professor or something there he's the maths and computer teacher yeah um woohoo you rock dude what a villain (laughs) Um, and then we have about 20 minutes of general school life. Yeah. For, it almost forgets that it's meant to be like a superhero film. Yeah. It's, um... And, but just, then she meets, what, Ethan the groundskeeper, who I... It's like, this guy must be way too old for her. And I, just, I looked at the the actor's age difference, and he's seven years older than her. Yeah. So she's meant to be, you know, a high school girl or something, and he's mm. seven years older than that. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's a groundskeeper, so he's not supposed to be a student. But it's um, Selena whose eye he catches. Yeah. Um, and she decides that she's going to make a love potion for him. Um, so, the as I said earlier, it's like this massively convoluted series of steps to, to make a love potion. And the love potion's only going to last for 24 hours or until... Um, a spider that's in a walnut shell that's in the potion um, gets let loose because yeah, that's not specific. So, but he's drugged and then he's walking through the street forever and then the, yes. there's a runaway uh, digger or I don't know what kind of construction thing yeah. that you call uh, that chases him through the town and picks him up. It's just it just went on forever. I know. <laughs> So yeah, she um she sips slips him some love potion. He's supposed to fall in love with the first person he sees. Um, he she gets distracted. He wakes up and wanders off. Has to have gone past at least yeah, twenty his or eyes thirty. Are open people. the whole time. Um, but doesn't fall in love with any of them. Doesn't notice any of them. Not until the not, not until a little wakes later. up or whatever. It's yeah. Um, so Selena tries to use the Omega Hedron to power her, uh, magic, and she makes a construction vehicle, as you mentioned before, come to life to chase after him, um, and this is where things start to get a little out of control, so, um, Lucy Lane runs, oh, sorry, we should probably mention, Lucy Lane has met a friend. And or has has met up with some friends. One of which is Jimmy Olsen, um, Superman's best friend from the comic books and the original movie. Uh, yeah, and, and it's like the returning actor as well. And the only returning actor. Um, he is the only one from the Superman series that has anything at all to do with the um, the Supergirl movie. The next closest thing is that Christopher Reeves had a poster. Yes, which is. Probably the best bit of the movie. I don't know. <laughs> so, I was like, "Oh, there's Superman yeah. right there in a poster." So, um, so yes. So Lucy decides to um, take charge and jumps into the construction vehicle and tries to stop it. She gets knocked unconscious. Um, we then have, as a result of this rampaging construction vehicle, a tire fire, um, petrol spilling out from a petrol station, um, and a, the two are going to meet so supergirl looks at the situation goes i've got cold breath i can blow out that fire with no problems so of course i'm going to fly through a water tower 
let me go get changed first. <laughs> you know, you got to take your time. You got to go save the guy from the construction machine. So she goes off. She gets changed. She doesn't put out the fire with her cold breath, which is what I would have thought would have been the most logical thing. Instead, she flies through a water tower, pierces a hole in the water tower so that the water pouring out of it lands on the tire fire and puts that out. I think um, I read that, that that whole town that was all a set that they'd all built specifically for the movie. So there's some more of the thirty-five million. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that um gets the fire out. Then she um stops the construction vehicle. He has been scooped up into the attachment at the front of the vehicle. So sort of like a bulldozer's um shovel but it has a closing top half as well uh, I'm not too technical on no, different types of construction you know, it's something real simple we just can't think of yeah. it it's a Bob the Builder machine yeah and <laughs> um, so let's get to just another little inconsistency just and this isn't a superhero thing this is just a stupid plot thing she doesn't quite stop the vehicle she slows it down, she pulls the attachment off the end off and flies off with the guy while her best friend is still in the vehicle and it's going towards a building. Yeah, it's just like... And it hits the building. And the building starts to collapse and then it comes to a stop. But she doesn't know this because she's flown off with the guy. Um, not the best sort of logic, but... Um, she then changes back to Linda Lee. The guy wakes up and after the 30 people that he didn't see, he sees her and falls in love. Yes. <sighs> so um, that's the, the first bit. Um, we then have Selena get pretty pissed off and she summons a shadow beast. Yeah, so this is when the whole big uh, magical battle takes place in the the theme park, I guess. Um, no, this is when she's back at the school. She's back at her dorm. No. Oh, um, so this is some sort of invisible thing. You can see the footprints and the destruction as it's coming towards her. Um, it smashes her a couple of times with invisible fists, which we don't really see. And then... I don't know how this works, and I don't have a science degree. I've got a business degree, but um, I'm pretty sure electricity doesn't work like this. She grabs a lamppost, flies up into the air, lets the lamppost get struck by lightning half a dozen times. Yeah, charging okay, it up. Okay, right. S- sounds like a video game thing to me. The She then has this electric electrically charged light post that she manages to smash the um, shadow beast with and electrify it to death I'm pretty sure electricity doesn't work like that yeah so this was different from the dragon thing that turned up later yep okay um, so um, at, at that point she then starts following the signal from the bracelet and gets to the amusement park where she's um, confronted by um, the handyman who um, is equipped with roses and chocolates for her and um, they start getting all romantic in the middle of an abandoned um, amusement park and uh, Selena then attacks um, with a bit of magic and some spinning teacups and things like that. Yeah, so, um, so that was the other remember. scene that you remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's, I think they were sitting romantic, they, they were sort of getting to know each other. She's totally forgotten about her mission, you know. The, her entire family and everyone she's ever grown up with and loved is probably dying right now, but that's okay, there's a boy. Um, so they're sitting in this, like, teacup ride type thing and um selena starts making it spin super fast using her magic um and then gets 
I get a bit blurry here, even with my notes, because it was a bit of a hodgepodge of things happening. So there were um, her trying to run him down with dodgem cars. Um, yeah, but it was yeah, that bit was all right, I suppose. Yeah, he had to fend for himself for a little bit while Supergirl was trying, trying to work to, out how to get to him. Yeah. Um. So. Um, and then she sort of gets to him, scoops him away, flies off, and um, Selena starts her conquest, uh, her world domination plan that she's had for like three days now. Um, she makes a mountain fortress in the middle, just, you know, voomp. Mountain appears out of nowhere, right next to the town. There's a big castle on top. That's her um, her home now. Um, Supergirl goes to confront her and gets sent to the Phantom Zone. Mm. Did you ever get to see the Phantom Zone in the other, like the proper Superman movies? I don't think you got to see. You, you got to see them being sent to the Phantom Zone. Yeah, they through, did the like, same the glass sort of special thingy, effect yeah. with like the the spinning two-dimensional glass they were trapped yeah. in and my kids are watching at this here. point and they go why does it just walk around it it's like um <laughs> she's she's trapped in the thing and my, my kids actually really enjoyed the movie they saw it from about halfway through and like today it's like can we watch it again so like, no. <laughs> i did like the rental on the playstation so it was four bucks for 24 hours or whatever it is yeah so um so uh yeah she gets sent away to the phantom zone uh, we don't know that that's what it is at the moment, but um, if you've seen the Superman movie, you can maybe hazard a bit. Oh, no, actually, I think that was Superman 2. I'm not up to speed on the Superman movies. I really should be. It's been that long since I've seen them. But um, anyway, she gets sent to this odd-looking planet. She's got no superpowers anymore. Again, instantly. None of the solar radiation that she's absorbed in us. Kryptonian cells has uh, stuck around. Um, I'm not going to go on that rant <laughs> again. Um, you know far more about it than I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, she she's taken over the local police force um, and and is making plans to to take over the entire world over by you know the end of the week. Um, Supergirl gets rescued by Zolta, who has indeed sent himself off to the Phantom Zone and they talk for a little bit and then decide that they are going to try and escape and the only way to escape is to climb up a cliff where there's a tornado behind them called the Maelstrom um, which doesn't seem that hard to escape does it? No I think it's more so about needing all to the enemies they, all the bad guys they sent to the Phantom Zone it's like oh it's not that bad <laughs> Um, I got the impression that it's sort of a hidden thing that no one actually knows about other than him because he's a great scientist type dude. Um, but it's also a plot device. Uh, Zoltar, of course, dies in the escape attempt because you don't really want to have a second superhero running around that'll just beat everyone up. Um, and then, um... She goes back, confronts Selena again, and this time we've got a properly formed Shadow Demon. So the one that she fought before was invisible. This one looks like a proper demon. Yeah. Um, slightly cheesy, but not too bad. I mean, yeah, given the age, I think the special effects for the demon were, weren't too bad. Um, what did you think of that whole scene? Because that was the, uh, the big climax to the movie so how, how did you find that particular at least they had something to fight against it wasn't just selena who's a human witch or whatever mm. she's meant to be so i guess it was a decent enough payoff yeah to be honest um so she, yeah she she fights the shadow demon um and then i'm just going to read this word for word from my notes supergirl turns into a tornado and sends Selena and her friend into a broken mirror and fixes the mirror. Yeah. That's, that's like, pretty much how it ends. <laughs> and um, then it cuts to the credits. No. No, no. Then, no. Um, I mean, then the mountain disappears. Supergirl flies back to Argo City Mount with Doom. the yeah. thing. And um, 
the Ethan, uh, was it Ethan? The guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ethan goes, I know who you really are. I'll cover for you. And um, then, you know, cue the stupid reverse Star Wars scrolling credits. But yeah, yeah the, the big um, payoff of her defeating Selena is she turns herself into a tornado and sends Selena and her friend into a broken mirror. Well, if you can have Superman like spin around the Earth and time travel, I suppose she can turn into a tornado. <laughs> That's not out of the realms of possibility. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, then she goes back to Argo. Um, you were saying Argos before. Like, that's a supermarket in uh, the UK. Whoops. Argos, Argo. Argo. Yeah, uh, Argo. yeah. Look, well, um, I thought it was a little bit of geometry. There, that's the. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the end of the movie. God, it's a long movie, isn't it? It is. It was. Uh, and, and you felt every minute of it. Yes. Uh, Alright then, so. Any other trivia before we do our rating? I suppose uh, we covered the key points already. Yeah, um, the main the main notes I had about the trivia were um, Jimmy Olsen, which we mentioned before, was the same guy that played Jimmy Olsen in the um, in the movie, um, yeah. the Superman movie. Um, mentioned Matt Frewer having a cameo. Um, that was sort of the two trivia things that I had noted down. You've already. I mentioned- wonder what mission Superman was on, really. I don't know. Um, that would have been more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much anything would have been more interesting. This yeah. was not a good movie. Uh, I mean, I, I did have fun picking holes in it. Um, and there was just some really stupid stuff, but it was too long. So the actual, like the Supergirl TV series that's currently on, is that a good show? Um, if you've watched stuff like The Arrow and Flash... Um, it's very much in the same sort of line as that. Yeah. Do, does that tie in with those ones at all? I've never seen. Yeah, that. it it does. Um, okay. It's technically it's on an alternate Earth, so because um, there's no Metropolis in the the Flash and Arrow world. Okay. Um, so technically, there's they're in an alternate uh, alternate Earth, but um, especially in the Flash, there's. Um, you know, dimension hopping and and traveling to other earths and things like that going on yeah so um they meet each other and there's a couple of crossovers um whereas flash and arrow are literally two different towns in america at the same time so um there's plenty of cross-referencing where you'll have some of the characters interacting with each other um and you'll have comments about what the others are doing and things like that dropped in the show so it's similar like the Daredevil ones. Well, I suppose they just full-on now do a show together, don't they? Yeah, the they did. Luke the, Cage um, and all that. So yeah. The Defenders. Um, the, the DC ones are a bit more um, kid-friendly. Well, I mean, they can get a bit dark, but they're not as full-on graphic violent as things yeah. like... Do they do like the Villain of the Week type of thing, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Generally, you've got um, villain of the week plus overarching bad yeah. guy. Um, but uh, yeah, look, the, it's not bad. There's a few things that they do that set my nerd senses raging, and um, there's a couple of things they don't do that oh, that they do that make my nerd senses go, "Oh my god, that's so awesome!" Um, so, but overall, they're, they're not bad. I, yeah. I don't mind. Them. So um, what do you I, give? I certainly picked them over this movie. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I've picked a lot of things over it. Like okay, waterboarding. so uh, on, on our scale, <laughs> the, we're, the uh, Plan Nine is, scale. Yes, the Plan Nine scale, where one is just totally terrible, five is an average sort of movie, and nine is a movie that's so over the top bad that it's fun to watch. I'm only going to give this a six. Oh, yeah, only jeez I'm just going to give it a one <laughs> um, there's just there's just no fun to be had it's so long the special effects are terrible but not even I don't know I often feel like I'm the wrong person to record this podcast with because <laughs> I, I pretty much hate everything that's fine there's like two movies I've genuinely like oh Kung Fury doesn't count I suppose because I already like that and that's a new film thing but uh what was it the uh, the first um, 
Sharknado. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. And like, there was one other movie, but I can't think what it was off the top of my head. But yeah, oh god. <laughs> so I, I say I don't like something. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm supposed to give it a good score if it's a bad movie. I don't know. It's a difficult predicament you put me in. Yeah. So oh, I guess the way I'm looking at it is five out of ten is a run of the mill movie. So take yeah. um, any non Michael Bay blockbuster. That's out at the moment. It'd probably be yeah. That that's a five. Yeah. Well, this movie it commits the biggest crime, and that feel like I waste my time, and it's boring. Yeah. So I want to give it a one, just to you know really stick the knives into it. One, it is. (laughs) Yeah. And what do you go six? (laughs) Yeah, but I guess I think I'm I'm grading on a different scale. Yeah. Um, My my basis is it is a movie that has some good cheesy moments in it. You do have. It's just stupid. Any question that gets me going, what the fuck? Why? What? She can't do that. I actually kind of like. Yeah. So the other movie, um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Space. I genuinely enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, But look, yeah, this was too long, and that really, really did hurt it. So, yeah, yeah, honest, it's in the cheesy, bad, fun level but it's only just yeah is how i'm sort of rating it um speaking of cheesy bad movies shall we talk about what we're going to do for next month yes we're gonna do another poll yes with a theme so it's about time we did a trauma movie and if there's a draw then we'd, we're not doing multiple no, films no, <laughs> if, <laughs> if there is a draw we will we will decide between the the draw flip yeah. Yeah. So we we will pick the one we want to watch out of the two that it draws from. Yeah. So all the three. Was, we yeah. could Get a three-way draw. Look, it, it's entirely possible we could get yeah. four votes, one for it, and then we, we just pick the movie that's shortest. <laughs> um, so we'll have a look at the Troma movies that are available. Troma actually have their own YouTube channel, and they have a ton of their back catalogue. Um, Troma are obviously known for things like the Toxic Avenger. Class of Newcomb High, Sergeant Kabuki Man, um, Poultry Geist, which the guys from the Renaissance pod covered a while back. Um, so there's tons of stuff that they've got. They have a massive library of movies. We'll pick three or four of those that sound that they'll like, um, that could be badly awesome, and we'll put it in a poll and we'll put it out to the listeners very soon. God, Troma Movies YouTube page has one thousand four videos or something. Yeah, there <laughs> must be lots of. They got web series. They're doing all sorts of. Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD meets A list celebrities, and there with, can't think of their bloody name. Um, it looks like they're doing a lot of stuff still. Yeah, there's um, watch full length movies for free. Um, how many are in there? Bring up this playlist. Um, yeah, that twenty something, thirty, forty. Yeah, um, but I, I think a lot of these are um, aren't actual full movies. Um, no, these oh, are like Romeo and Juliet. I um, mean, the, like I'm up to like a hundred and fourteen films so far, and these are all, you know, an hour and a half films. A lot of yeah. these are. Jessica Rabbit. We'll pick from like the more popular ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the I ones think that people so. want to see. Um, so obviously, um, Class of Newcomb High and Toxic Avenger need to be in there. Well, White They're... Zombie. It's only an hour and six minutes long, so I'm assuming <laughs> that's what Rob Zombie got the White Zombie band name was from. That wasn't it? Um, not sure. Surf Nazis must die. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've watched it or not, but that that name certainly jumps out. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll go offline. We'll pick a couple out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, definitely, um, Toxic Avenger and Class Newcomb High have to be on that list. That okay. was sort of the the ones that started it all off. Um, and then we'll find some other stuff. It looks like they've gone and done. Um, uh, What's the term? What's the term? Mockbuster? So they've sort of gone and done their own spin on 
um, other movies they, like yeah, there, there's they did Tron, the there's a thing. Halloween yeah. Carol and yeah. Um, uh, was there like, any Twitter feedback for Supergirl? There wasn't much notice for people, but did did there, we get a couple of tweets about it? We did. We did get a couple of tweets. No Twitter, emails this time. Yeah. Um, give me a minute here because um, I'm totally prepared and organised as a good podcaster is and I'm just filling in time by talking incessantly while I'm waiting for my really old and crappy phone to load up Twitter which uh, is still going believe it or not <laughs> and uh, this, this phone is really really rubbish my um, Samsung that I've had for a while have just died on me and I've had to use my wife's old phone that we had stuck in a drawer and it has I think two gig of ram which is just not enough to run anything yeah so well, i've got the tweet here this justin smith at on your six says let's take the daughter of krypton and make her fight magic the lame crossovers were clutching at straws lois lane's sister jimmy olsen dunaway and o'toole were awful in their roles slater can at least at least tries to be the best she can um yeah i've also loaded it up in the meantime <laughs> Um, the um, the only other comments we've really had were um, Sheen Cullen asking is she so good looking and well, was um, that a reference to anything not sure is she so good looking is she I was thinking like is that from like a song that's in the something Supergirl I honestly I have no idea I feel like it, it must mean something yeah Sean let us know yeah. Um, and um, Colum from Last Save Loaded uh, at Solemn67 has said that he needs to watch it, but he never got around to actually commenting. So shame on you. Oh, we've got some other stuff here. Oh. Um, from uh, Gavin, one man in his boot. I can't oh, see his at thing. Um, did half the movie make you feel sick, by the way? It was filmed as well, but it's it's not the worst DC movie put put any Superman movie on. Um Yep. Is this Moose Grinder? No, no, that's if the, um, Kaiser Soze 13. Um, oh, the other one. Oh, yeah, Steve Robinson game. at Moose Grinder says, if they've barely moved on in coherence or quality in 38 years, you bloody well can complain. <laughs> I don't know, I <laughs> oh, must yeah. have slept when the, all these the, tweets this, came in. This was, um, yeah, I, um, I tweeted just after I watched it to say that I'd watched the 80s Supergirl movie for, oh, for the okay. upcoming recording. Um, and I said that I won't be complaining about any of the recent DC, recent DC movies from now on. Oh, okay. Um, and the replies to that were um, Kevney saying, but they're sadly lacking in Peter O'Teal, O'Toole and Helen Four Slater department. Um, Steve Robinson saying that they've barely moved on in coherence or quality in the last 40 years. Um, and Gavin saying that half, you know, did half the movie make you feel sick by the way it was filmed. And uh, he reckons that the Superman movies are worse. Uh, and Kevney jumped on to defend I didn't mind, Christopher I Reeve. Didn't, I didn't mind uh, Man of Steel, if we're talking about the more recent ones. The only ones of the more recent ones that I've watched are... Um, Batman v Superman? Batman v Superman Justice and League. Wonder Woman. I haven't got okay. around to Justice League yet. Yeah, it was on the flight to um, Japan and back, but I watched some other movies. I watched Black Panther for the first time. That was a good superhero movie. Yep. Um, I went out and watched um, uh, Civil War not too long ago um, when that was on the cinemas, and that was that was like over was a good. year ago. <laughs> what? No, 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 no uh, not Civil War. Um, the Thanos one. Yeah, um, Avengers: Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity <laughs> Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Just, just went out and saw it the other day at the cinema. <laughs> really? Uh, Things do come out slow. I, I need more coffee. Wayne Garada and Wayne Central. Yes, uh, Infinity War. So um, on the back of actually a good superhero War, movie, I just saw at the cinema. Incredibles, uh, Incredibles two. Saw that last Tuesday. Um, yeah, I'm not sure whether we're going to be able to go see that. Um, my wife has uh, epilepsy. Yeah. And apparently, some of the scenes in there oh, are yeah. really bad yeah. for. Uh, there's one there's scene where it's like it's, it's flashing black or yeah. white or whatever on the screen so I think we'll let the kids watch that as a um, home movie when it comes out on Netflix or something like that yeah. rather than going to see it in the cinema hmm. but uh, that's alright it's not like they don't have enough cartoons to watch yeah. Um, yeah. actually my youngest is absolutely obsessed with Teen Titans Go 
Yeah, my kids were just watching it before I took the laptop off them. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of kids watching stuff and um, and me reading old comic books, um, Netflix has the series Riverdale. Yeah, which um, is actually I think we talked about this. We talked about this last time, didn't we? Oh, did we? Yeah, yeah. That, How um, you you were telling your kids that you know who Jughead and all, uh, all these yeah, people are? Yeah, I've, I've said that already. Yeah, but not much happens in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, time to call at the end. I think so. Tonight. All right. I've got to go get my kids to bed now. So. Yeah, I better make make sure um, my two are getting ready for bed too. Or at least the youngest, the oldest, is up for another hour or so. Yeah. All right. So, uh, listeners, keep an eye out for the poll. It will hopefully be out not too long after this comes out. Yep. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing some trauma stuff. It's I don't know if I ever have seen a trauma movie. There's. Uh, I, might, I might have seen something on SBS and just not knew it was a trauma. Could be. Um, yeah. It's trauma occult movies for a reason. I'm not saying they're good. Did they do that killer condom movie? I don't know. Have you um, heard of killer condom? I've I never have. seen that on SBS. I think it was a it was like a German film or something that might have been dubbed into English. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was them. I think it was um, like out of it's you know it's perfect Bamcast material. Um, killer condom uh, was like at a at a brothel, and the condom was biting people's dicks off or something. Nineteen ninety six science. Fiction romance, five point two on IMDb. It's a Swiss film. Maybe mm. looks like. A lecherous college professor takes a student to a sleazy New York motel and becomes the first victim of sharp-toothed, murderous condom. Assigned to the case, Luigi Macaroni. Oh, there you go. A gay cop visits the motel, picks up a young hustler Billy, and takes him to a room where they barely escape intact from. From an attack by another vicious prophylactic macaroni missing, overcome the understandable doubts of his superiors to launch a full investigation into the deadly condoms. Well, there you go. That's uh, something for maybe down the line somewhere. Uh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, it certainly sounds like the sort of stuff we'd watch. Yeah. All right. Um, we will wind it up now. Uh, okay. Thank you for for watching this and. Um, I'm not going to apologise, but... Uh, I, I think yeah. I might have picked the thing, didn't I? You gave me a few movies to choose from when I picked this. So, I, yeah. I take full responsibility. Look, you, you know whatever we we have on the plate. It's not going to be a great movie, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, you got to roll the die sometimes. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, I will catch you next time. All right, and bye. Bye. You gotta stop.